0: Welcome to the Supply Chain Visibility Stories, the podcast for supply chain managers. Brought to you by AXIS, the 100% supply chain visibility cloud solution provider. Supply Chain Visibility Stories is hosted by Bill Wall, a technology industry veteran and enterprise software professional.
1: Thanks, everyone, for joining us for this next in a series of discussions exploring the intersection of technology and business. We're talking supply chain. Our podcasts are designed to be brief and focused, and we're hoping this format inspires our audience to think about how technology impacts their own organizations and to engage with us here at AXIS. We'll have information about how to engage with the series and our guests at the end of today's program. Hello, everyone. I'm Bill Wall, and I'm honored to be the host of this series brought to you by AXIS. As always, I'm fascinated by the business challenges faced by companies and how those challenges can be addressed by technology. And we've had a focus on the supply chain in this series. Our topics have ranged from broad macro trends to global systems integrations and so-called edge devices, all around a really renewed focus on global supply chains. And as we move through what has been a full year of the podcast, today we take a moment for some reflection on the series and the state of the industry. Our special guest today is Jeremy Coote, CEO of Access. Jeremy, welcome back to the program.
2: Thank you, Bill. Great to be here.
1: Well, we've been having these discussions for about a year now, and the topics have been wide and varied. Uh, We've talked about transportation snarls, ships blocking the Suez Canal, then the pandemic slowing down port shipments geopolitical issues, of course, like the war in Eastern Europe. All of a sudden, supply chain is very much in the news everywhere we look. What stands out for you, Jeremy, as we look back over the last 12 months?
2: Well, I think the main thing is people are realizing they just don't know where their things are, whether it's inventory, whether it's uh, transport inventory, and they're struggling. And without that level of information, it gets hard to make the right decisions.
1: Well, it's been kind of fascinating for me to hear you say that. You and I have a shared history that goes way back um, to the early 2000s when we both worked at SAP and we both had a focus on supply chain. To hear you as a CEO today talk about people in business still not aware of where they're finished and in progress goods are is actually kind of amazing. It is.
2: It is to reflect on it. I mean, as ERP and SAP did great things um, at a macro level, but now people are starting to understand that while they understand the process, they don't understand the exact status. And so we see a requirement now to get to the next level of granularity to start serializing or uniquely identifying at the item level to give you that next level of visibility.
1: Is it the nature of these macro trends that has renewed the focus because clearly people have an understanding of the business process of supply chain or is it the availability now of so-called edge technologies that make a whole new level of transparency possible what what do you think is driving it or is it all of it
2: well i think that the challenge is that people for the most part have a decent idea of what's going on in their enterprise but they certainly don't have visibility into partners, whether it's 3PLs uh, that are transporting their items or uh, other practitioners in their manufacturing process. And so it's really hard to get a, a cohesive uh, status across the supply chain. Do
1: you think that's a more a reality for finished goods as opposed to in-progress materials? Or is that a challenge across the, the beginning to the end of the supply chain?
2: Yeah, so we're seeing both ends. So there is the ongoing requirements around understanding the ingredients, the components of your product and where they came from. Uh, where, are they sustainably produced? Are they? Uh, can you trace back to the initial component manufacturer all the way through to the manufacturing process itself and then the tracking of the finished goods at the other end? So depending on what industry you are, uh, you have different requirements on this end-to-end supply chain visibility.
1: You've heard me comment on this program, Jeremy, that I'm often surprised that I can watch my package that I've ordered from, you name the retailer, come all the way across the country, even halfway around the world, and even watch the UPS delivery truck on a local map for the final mile. And so if global retailers can provide that level of transparency for an individual package across such a complex nature of shipping, why does it remain so hard for industrial companies to, to get their arms around where their products are at, at any given time?
2: Yeah, I think that this sort of Amazon effect, where as a consumer you can sit at your desk and order laundry detergents and watch it as it leaves leaves the distribution center to your house, um, and then you try and order an, an industri- some industrial product as part of your job, and mm. then it becomes a black hole is, is an interesting phenomenon. And we've seen this before where um, corporations, corporate life has been impacted by uh, consumerism and how you are treated uh, by the way you buy things as a consumer.
1: As you talk to customers and get a sense of where they're putting their supply chain investment dollars, where is a lot of the emphasis uh, been these last few months? What are they focused on?
2: Well, I think that you know the the first mega trend that we were expecting and we've been watching is this digitization or digitalization, which I think is nothing more than turning analog processes into digital ones. And aggregating that information across the entire supply chain so it is for example putting edge devices in putting trackers in Mm -hmm. being able to get this this information digitally and until you do that nothing nothing will happen and then you know the next trend that we've been seeing is with that digital information drives visibility and that's you know this ability to track components inventory items across the manufacturing process to their, to their final destination and make everyone, all stakeholders, um, uh, give access to, to the data. But the new trend that we are seeing that's sort of changing things uh, is this whole concept of sustainability. Mm-hmm. And now um, people are understanding the need to consider social, environmental, and the financial impact of um, the product journey and the raw materials required um, and, and u- utilized in the process.
1: This is just not necessarily, though, a greenwashing of the supply chain. This really gets down to, uh, I guess, what Gartner is calling this concept of a circular supply chain, that, that understanding a sort of closed-loop system where uh, the containers, the packaging, the materials um, can move through the supply chain and even return to create sustainable outcomes. Is that what you're what you're hearing and you're seeing? Yeah, I think
2: that every corporation, major corporation, anyway, is taking the whole concept of sustainability uh, seriously. In fact, remarkably so, given that it's not legislated yet. Right and. Uh, I think there may be legislation I think europe is is further along on this topic, but nevertheless, these annual reports, these sustainability reports, even the accounting for sustainability, is here to stay and is is a significant driver
1: when you talk to customers, are they focused most about the gains that they can more easily capture in reducing waste and in reusable packaging? Is that a lot of where that's coming from? It's starting. It's starting, although I think that we're seeing the sustainability
2: team siloed from the operational teams, and that is slowly starting to change. And in fact, um, you know, that there's a, 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 an excitement uh, that changing up distribution processes can actually drive sustainability um, opportunity.
1: For your customers, for the industry, this isn't simply just meeting sustainability goals. There is that nice place where not only are you seeing a positive sustainability outcome, but the supply chain gets more efficient, um, moves faster, uh, reduces risk because the transparency increases. That's ultimately the goal here, right? To see. Where those lines cross and, and get wins in lots of different locations, data is at the center of that.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And You know, the one thing that we have been uh, seeing over the last year and started to really focus the company on is this uh, focus on returnable transport items, whether that's totes, um, mm-hmm. cases, pallets, cylinders, uh, whatever um, the... The, the mode of transport is used and that's right. a, move, a move away from corrugate to plastic and then this whole concept of embedding um, in the device a, a tracking unit a tracker
1: we know from all the work we've done through the years that sometimes businesses can be overwhelmed with the amount of data that's flowing in so i suspect the concept of leveraging software and technology to sort of manage these massive flows of data have to be in the midst of thinking about this next generation of, of transparency because there's so much material moving, so much data being captured. Was that a challenge for some customers to just get their arms around the whole thing?
2: Well, you're right. We're talking about the creation of a massive net new data set around information that's never been captured before. But I think the, the, the and that's where uh, machine learning and AI, artificial intelligence, um, has a big place to pay, play on, in in this data set. And you know, people come to me when we're talking with customers. They're saying, "Look, don't tell me about the 95% of things that moved and arrived exactly as uh, we thought they would. Tell me about the 5% that didn't show up."
1: It's exception management. That's that's where the opportunity is. Yes, and that's where AI and machine learning can more quickly unearth where the problems are, as opposed to where things are working.
2: Yeah, I mean, simply put, to start with, it's it's alerting when you can recognize an activity that is out of place. Something something's happened. Something's got stuck somewhere. It didn't show up where it was meant to be. But then over over time. You can start to um, add more um, prescriptive measures where you can um, actually learn from processes. And obviously, the the whole goal is to to create a level of autonomy when something has gone awry that the system then self-corrects to source other inventory that's close by um, to
1: substitute. Interesting. Well, Jeremy, you and I have known each other for some 22 years now. The opportunities to apply technology to the evolving nature of supply chain management have never been more rich. It's good to see Axis in the center of it. Speaking of sustainability, I know your team has done a great job of putting together an ebook that really looks at the components of sustainability and the relationship to supply chain. Uh, and the listeners to this podcast series can easily find it on the Axis website at access.com, that's A-C-S-I-S-I-N-C, I S I slash sustainability. Jeremy, we have a lot more to talk about in this podcast series. It's been a, a real pleasure to, to work with you over this uh, first year. We're looking forward to many new guests and topics to be covered in the year ahead. Thanks for your personal support of this series and for being on today.
2: Uh, my pleasure, Bill. Keep up the great work.
1: Well, thanks. And we really do appreciate the support of everyone at Access for making this podcast series possible. We welcome your comments and questions about the discussions on these podcasts. You can engage with us directly at the official Access Twitter and LinkedIn accounts. Please be a part of the discussion. And don't forget to learn more about supply chain sustainability at AXISinc.com sustainability. I'm your host, Bill Wall. And for everyone at Access, thanks for joining. We look forward to our next podcast. Talk soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Supply Chain Visibility Stories, brought to you by Axis, the 100% supply chain visibility cloud solution provider. Visit us on the web at axisinc.com, that's A-C-S-I-S-I-N-C.com, or join the dialogue on social media. Look for Axis Inc. on LinkedIn and Twitter. Join us next time for Supply Chain Visibility Stories, brought to you by Axis.